3: Streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. Well, welcome to Kidney Talk, and boy, do we have a special guest today.
0: Yes, Chef O.
3: Yeah, we've had many people, you know, (laughs) giving ideas on cooking tips and everything, but we have an actual professional chef who is a kidney transplant patient.
0: Oliver Eugene Hale is his real name, because, but everybody calls him
3: Chef O. Oliver Eugene Hale. (laughs)
0: He's great and Well here boy, he's been At the pep training He's been actually Whipping up these Wonderful desserts For us And, and he whips preparing. them up Out of oh, just man. things Around
3: the, uh, the, the table like He whipped up A Cheese it souffle And it was just Perfect with a little Sauce on the side It oh, was it great was
0: wonderful He's um He's been here. We've gotten a chance to know him, and he's just got the best attitude, and he's an athlete. He hosts his own television cooking show, and he's been transplanted for over 20 years, which is so exciting and encouraging to me.
3: I know. I mean, just the way he operates, he's so positive, and just he cooks really fast, too. You see the way he throws those knives around? Oh, and man. I scares me. He could me. do
0: like a Ginsu knife commercial. I,
3: I, he, you know what? That's another career for him. <laughs> ginsu knife, Chef O, and kidney patient. Hey.
1: What's the secret ingredient for delicious yet healthier meals? Why, Mrs. Dash seasoning blends, of course. The 12 varieties of Mrs. Dash are all made up with a
2: unique blend of 14 natural herbs and spices to make side dishes snap, potato pop, and dinners taste unbelievable. And since Mrs. Dash has always been salt-free with no MSG, you can create great tasting meals full of only one thing, mouth-watering flavor. Here's an easy-to-make, healthy recipe idea. Coat some boneless chicken breast in a mixture of Parmesan cheese, breadcrumbs, and Mrs. Dash original blend. Sauté in extra virgin olive oil until done. Then give a small squeeze of fresh lemon juice and serve over your favorite pasta. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that sound good? Well, for more information, visit Mrs. Dash.com. Mrs. Dash, salt-free, flavorful. hey good looking what you got cooking how's about cooking something up with me
3: Well, welcome, Oliver Hale. How are you?
1: I'm doing fine, Steve. You know
3: something, you, you are doing something that I think most of America wants to do. If they said, you know, if I could do anything else in my life, I would want to be a chef.
1: I love it. I love it. After 38 years, I'm doing it. I no, love it. no. what
3: is your training as a chef?
1: My training is just hands-on training. I went back to school to back after when I had my transplant back in 85, 86, and I had already had 15 years into it. And so when I was down on my back, I thought I'd go back to college and I went to school for it. And I was, you know, of course, I went through with flying colors, but the professor said, why are you here? I said, I wanted to get the piece of paper to go with my training. And ever since then, I've jumped into gourmet cooking. I love gourmet cooking.
0: So what oh. are some of your specialties?
1: My specialties is a lot of fish. Ba- my background is French gourmet, so I love sauces. Ah, I love sauces. Are sauce. they all
3: friendly sauces?
1: I love friendly sauces. So- oh, I love it. <laughs> but everything I do, and I just love to en- enhance the food by providing sauces, but also healthy sauces. And, and you know, there's a big difference than when you pile on a bunch of... Uh, heavy cream and something, a lot of salt and something. I try to cut the corners by adding other herbs and spices and wines to give it into enhance the flavor.
0: When were you diagnosed with kidney disease and were you on yeah. dialysis before you had your transplant?
1: Yes, I, I got diagnosed in 1983. I, it was two weeks after I won a USTA tournament in Columbus, Ohio. It was a five state tournament.
3: What is that, USTA?
1: U, uh, United States Tennis Association.
3: Oh, you're a tennis player I'm too. A t- I,
1: I am one of the top tennis player for the United States Transplant Olympics team.
3: Holy moly! Isn't that uh, That's another whole interview. I'm an athlete. Uh, uh, yeah, here. yeah,
1: I'm an athlete. I, I've been playing with the U.S. Transplant Group since '87. My first time playing was in Innsbruck, Austria. The next year, we came back, played in St. Paul, Minnesota, won four medals, and since then, as of this past year in '06 in Louisville. And uh, when, what do we play? Uh, September. I won my 23rd and 24th medal. Wow,
0: oh okay, moly, that's fantastic! Okay, but
1: we. <laughs> so
0: you were on dialysis for how long?
1: I was on, I was on dialysis for almost 18 months. 16 months into my dialysis, I had a heart attack while I was on the machine. Oh wow! Because the doctor told me that the machine was killing me, but if I didn't have a machine, I was going to die. So
0: well, well that, that's that's a great choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. Okay, that what are you like going to do? That doctor uh, has uh, great <laughs> bedside manner too. So. <laughs> <laughs> what I did, I went. I
1: wasn't on the transplant list at the time, so I went on the transplant list, and uh, a little bit over two months later, I received a kidney transplant. Oh, wow. You were on the transplant look- list for two months? That's it. Wow! But this was 22 years. I don't have my transplant for 22 years now.
0: Can you believe that 22 years? Two you've had months
1: though.
3: My goodness, what did you do? The promise to whip up omelets or uh, something? I, I told
1: <laughs> him I'd do a five course dinner for him. Wow. Uh, my <laughs> goodness.
0: Well, when you were on dialysis, did you discover some uh, renal friendly recipes during that I, time? Back at
1: the time I was looking at them, and I decided and that's what promoted me to start doing more renal recipes. Well, after I come off the dialysis, and after I got back on my feet with the transplant, I just started going at like gangbusters. There are certain cookbooks that's out now that I have dissected because I still think they're not really reno-friendly. I'm not going to say who, who what, but I take them and dissect them and make them better. In fact, I do cooking demonstration of a national pharmaceutical company hired me in '85 to do dialysis center in Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, and all I did travel from May until November doing the dialysis center showing patients how to enhance their eating. Not a diet, but show them how to enhance their uh, cooking so they eat better
0: so it's just a little well, bit a, more
3: tasty that's the last thing i need to do is enhance, enhance my eating, <laughs> eating.
1: <laughs> but but you know of course your dietitian as you may know and been on Dallas, they tell you what you cannot eat and tell you how much you can eat but they never tell you what you can add to it to critique it and make it taste that's better that's
3: so right you know the dietitians are so boring i mean they bring out this rubber food and that's, they show
1: you these little things you know that's what that's what i'm saying that's what i do i take the rubber food and make it stretch Ah. make it
0: stretch and tasty the only person i know
3: that can make rubber taste so,
0: good
1: oh i can tell so, you <laughs> so i'm
0: coming over to dinner what are you gonna make
1: i tell you what if you want to <laughs> we'll start out with a nice sam do a nice salmon with a lobster with a lobster sauce you know really easy lobster sauce mild cover it and finish it off with a nice piece of uh angel food cake with a with a berry compost with by using some white zipping and Thinning it out and make a nice compost with it to cover your cake with.
3: You know, something, they don't serve that at Denny's because that's no. where I use No, 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 no. That, that, this, is, this, that, is, that is, sounds really good.
1: Yeah, this is from the uh, Midwest, It's from the Michigan State. Let's say that. <laughs>
3: Michigan. What and, is Michigan famous for? Not lobster.
1: Well, uh, not uh, automobiles right now. <laughs> but no, we do a lot of fish yeah, those, in that uh, area. Those
3: uh, General Motors cars are kind of hard to digest.
1: Uh, I'm not going to say much about that. <laughs>
0: now, I know you host a cooking show called Cooking with Chef O. Is that no, the name of
1: it? No, my, my cooking show is called Chef O's Place. I was hired by the Detroit Public School last year to come up with recipes for, for 12 different topics. And there were 12 different topics they gave me and they threw it at me and tell me, can you do this? I say, sure. When and you I, say topics, what do you mean by topics? Like a, one for obesity, one for ah. cancer, one for kidney patient, one for diabetics, one one for smoking, one for... Uh, I it, recipe what was your
3: choice? for smoking. What was your recipe for anorexia? <laughs> anorexia.
1: <laughs> a lot of heavy fat food. Ah, nah, nah. And it was quite interesting. And I went to Detroit from uh, Grand Rapids and taped these shows, and they were very successful. That show was called In the Kitchen with Chef O. Oh, okay. And then there's another show I do called Brown Bag Launching. And then uh, there was a fourth show that I did, but I forgot the name. Of it. I do a, a lot of shows in the Grand Rapids and Michigan area, and that's what makes it so nice. I've been able to expand and go out. I do a lot of traveling too, because I do these dinners. I start out by doing a five and seven course meal in Grand Rapids, then Michigan, then Man, in fact, I have been out here twice in two years to do one in Santa Rosa and one in San Francisco. Where somebody flew me out to do a party.
0: You just make all the food and just.
1: I come to your home. I come in with groceries in my hand, and get in your kitchen by three to three and a half hours before your dinner time. Go to work, and probably three and a half hours later, you I'm leaving with trash.
0: I didn't know that 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 was even available. Well, I guess That's if you have enough exciting. money, it's available, right? <laughs>
1: Hey, you uh, You know what? None of my customers complain. They say, sure. I've been to Pittsburgh, Salt Lake City, Dallas. Uh, no, you just cook your way across the country. I cook my way. I mean, you tell me flaming, I flame across this country. Well, oh, you go to San Francisco then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so,
3: so when we come back, we're going to hear more about your life as a chef. As Chef O, back with Chef O.
2: Postman, here you go. Hmm. I won the million-dollar giveaway sweepstakes. Oh, I finally got my tax refund check. Oh my god, I-, I can't believe this! I got my order of Dairy Delicious! Oh boy, milkshakes, creamy soup, cereal with milk, and pudding! <laughs> Why is Mr. Smith so excited about his Dairy Delicious? I have a hint. You see, Mr. Smith is on dialysis, and Dairy Delicious is real milk, especially created for kidney patients. It has half the potassium and half the phosphorus of regular 2% milk but it has 100% of the flavor, perfect for people who love dairy products and need to keep their lab values normal and dietitians happy. And most of all, it's delicious. Thousands who have tried Dairy Delicious sing its praises. Hallelujah. See what I mean? To order your own Dairy Delicious and possibly get as excited as Mr. Smith here, call one 4 dairy 7 That's 1-877-432-4797. Or visit DairyDelicious.com. Dairy healthy, dairy good. Dairy Delicious, the milk that's made for you. And now it's time to Ask the Nephrologist.
0: What can I do about sexual dysfunction and will it improve if I get a transplant?
3: And here's Dr. Alan Nissenson with the answer.
4: There are serious issues with sexual function when patients are on dialysis, both in men and in women caused by the disruption of normal hormone levels in either men or women. So there's decreased sexual desire. men have very difficult time having an erection. Um, this has been well documented and is a significant problem, uh, but it's not hopeless. And there are a number of things that can improve sexual dysfunction more for men, more for men than for women. Uh, For men, there are male hormone injections that are sometimes effective. There are prostheses that have been used successfully so that men can still have intercourse uh, if they choose to, to do that. And recently, there have been a couple of papers with these sort of erectile dysfunction drugs that are so popular now, and particularly with Viagra, showing that Viagra does have a positive effect on men who have sexual dysfunction, men on dialysis, and is safe. So, And there are now published dose recommendations for using Viagra in this population. So all of those things can be tried. For women, it's more difficult, women on dialysis. There really hasn't been the attention to this. Part of the reason is that it's more difficult to measure the dysfunction other than just by reporting. In men, there actually are tools to measure penile function So this can be quantitated pretty well. And then if you do an intervention like Viagra, you can actually measure this. So it's not just someone telling you that everything's better, which, you know, always is difficult. For women, it's, it's harder. So there aren't any great solutions for women on dialysis right now that I'm aware of. On the other hand, and the last part of your question, which is about transplantation, the good news is that the abnormal hormone levels are caused by the accumulation of toxins that are not removed by dialysis. So if you have a functioning transplant, these things generally improve significantly. Small caveat, which is the immunosuppressive drugs can sometimes have the same side effect, although much less commonly than dialysis itself. So it's not that automatically a well-functioning transplant will be a cure to this problem but there's a good chance that things will improve, particularly if you're on reasonable doses of immunosuppressive drugs.
1: The acid Nephrologist segment of this program is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment from your physician. Always seek the advice of your own healthcare provider regarding your medical condition. The Renal Support Network and the Renal Physicians Association make no representations or warranties and provide no guarantees of any kind as to the accuracy of any information provided during the acid Nephrologist segment.
2: Hey, good looking, what you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me?
3: Now, Sheffo, you know what? I watch the uh, Food Network. I was flipping stations with the time. I was saying, how many people would sit there and watch somebody else cook? But i got to tell you something. I turned on the Food Network, and I got hooked. And I turn it on all the time I now. I just love that place. And and now, do you ever do a show like that, like tapes and stuff? And that's shows what I expertise?
1: do a lot. I take my show every week. Mm-hmm. My show, show is live. I have a live audience. I, and my show, we go through it a whole 28 minutes. I don't edit my shows. I do it. If I goof up, you never know it. And I do it. And now we're going to go in the process of making shows and put them in package so people can buy. Because each one of my shows has a theme. I don't just go in and cook, cook, cook. Uh, before I left, I did a show on diabetics, showing on, show on diabetics how to cook. When I go back, we're getting ready to line up our Cinco de Mayo show. We have a Bastille Day show we got uh, some summer stuff. I'm doing a uh, renaissance show where I'm going to be King Oliver. <laughs> King and Oliver. Now, can you, can you imagine trying to do a healthy show back in the And, you, and mm-hmm. you serve mead. Yeah, I'm going to serve a lot. It's going to be neat. It, in fact, we got a company already saving turkey legs for us to use for our meat. Oh, well, fantastic. But it, it's going to be mainly talk about the food and how to eat it, but also we're going to curve it a little bit.
0: Well, tell us some tips about how to prepare renal friendly food and then just low calorie food for us transplant patients who need to watch our weight
1: one thing i tell people i don't believe in diets i don't believe in diet because once you go on a diet thank got... the lord <laughs> i know I, I don't like diets, diets either not. no you go on a diet you stay on you got to, you have to stay on it because once you come off of it you fall off the wagon so i tell people moderation in the food one of the things that i go and tell people to do they they use a lot of grease you know a lot of different grease when they fry stuff. You don't fry it; you saute it. What I use is olive oil. Olive oil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> olive oil. Yeah, <laughs> olive
1: oil. It's a it's a it's a it's a olive oil that come from the hood. You don't buy it nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I love <laughs> olive oil. That's all I exclusively use olive oil. Actually, yeah. I go to
3: Costco and buy that gigantic well,
1: bottle. Well, of Well, the olive thing oil. is, a lot of people think it costs too much, but if you take the value of how much oil uh, the uh, oil you use and grease you use, it weighs out, and also the. the the life expectancy of uh, using an olive oil versus grease. You saute your chicken, it comes out better. You toss your vegetables in it, it comes out better. So the first thing people have to do is substitute the the grease that they use to olive oil. The other thing I tell people to do is, when you're doing vegetables, a lot of people can't afford the fresh vegetables, and some can't afford frozen vegetables. And a lot of time in that Dallas, the community model, people use a lot of canned vegetables. The first thing you do is when you open that can, Rinse that vegetable off because you, you can imagine what that stuff is sitting in. So salt. With, salt and all pre- preservatives that kept that vegetable the way it is for, what, months, years? You don't know. So that stuff going in your body, what it's doing to your body? It's petrifying your body. So I tell people, rinse it off. Put a little bit in a saute pan, a little olive oil in a saute pan. Everybody's <laughs> going to go be ordering that olive oil. We got to put that on the <laughs> website. But put it in a saute pan and just heat it up because it's already cooked. Just heat it. And add some nice herbs and spices. Out here in this side of the country, California, you have a lot of fresh herbs and spices. Thyme, oregano, basil. Add some of that to your you cooking to add flavor. And my biggest one, garlic. Garlic, 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 garlic. And then the biggest thing, that I, the bigger than all that I use to enhance food is white and red wine. Cheap bottle. You don't need to go out and get a $30 wine. You're going to cook it. Go, when you walk through the door they had and they had a basket in the front by the cash register of all the wine they trying to get rid of mm-hmm. get one of them cheap bottles of white wine keep it on the counter and just add a touch to it and, and to my flavor it adds so much flavor we I, I did it last I night know.
0: he made this whipped up this wonderful dessert last night and served it to us all some cheesecake with this strawberry berry
1: mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, a strawberry blueberry really? and raspberry it was
0: really good.
3: and now that's not diabetic friendly
1: though yes right? i'm not di- well Yes and no. I could have did it one one other way. I use white. white I use a white Zinfandel and sugar. I could have took the white Zinfandel and reduced it down and just put the berries in, and there you go. It'd been a diabetic. Would diabetes. it be sweet enough? It'd be oh, with the berries. Ah, look at all your juices coming out of berries. Same right. way I, I do a chicken dish for for a dialysis patient, and I use grapes. Mm-hmm. I take the grapes and make this sauce they call where using grapes and a little chicken and a little white wine. It makes this beautiful now, stuff. how
3: did you learn all this stuff? I know it wasn't just by watching other people.
1: Well, I was hanging out in the hood and the brothers got together. And and they, no, they, I, they started <laughs> sautéing The brothers didn't chicken with grapes <laughs> <in> every day, <laughs> and everything. Maybe chicken wings. <laughs> no, it, it, was a, it was a goal, for a mission that I was on. I wanted to learn how to cook. And I wanted to learn how to cook fancy. But also, I want to learn how to cook different because I had a chef tell me, if you're going to be successful, be different. I don't want to be like Joe Blow down the corner when he makes a hamburger. He makes a hamburger. When I make my hamburger, I want to put herbs and spices green, some red onions in it and do it a certain way with some chipotle mayonnaise and da-da-da-da-da-da. Have yeah. you heard
0: about this new hamburger that they have with peanut butter and jelly on it?
1: Well, yes and no. <laughs> That's
3: been around for years. That's been
1: it, around it
0: has? St. Yeah. Hamptons. Really? Well, a I, hamburger, a, I just heard about it.
1: Well, I did a whole show on peanut butter and jelly for ways to make different things with peanut butter and you jelly. You ever tried
0: grilled peanut butter and jelly? That's
1: what I did. I, made a, I wanted an item that I made a peanut butter... Custard sauce to go over ice cream with a with the peanut butter, grilled peanut butter jelly. Oh, I love it. peanut
3: butter. And we were at that place in Seattle for that thing, and they made the peanut butter balls, the and we peanut went crazy. Balls. Oh yeah, we went crazy over
1: that. But but over the years, I just took it on myself and read books. I read a lot of books. I'm a single guy. I've been single now for 18 years, and all I do is read books. I read uh, cookbooks. I figured
3: you would catch a woman?
0: Yeah, with, I, cook, the I, way I you mean cook. here's your here's well, your chance that, now, you know, Oliver. I, you know, There's a the lot problem, of women out there. The problem is there.
1: every time I find somebody, they want me to cook for them, and I cook for them, and I next thing you know, that's all I get. It's cooking for them. Right, so, right. But no, I, like I said, I love it. And and our world is changing so much where I'm w- trying to work with a national organization by working with the kids. And that's my biggest thrill now for the last two years. I've been working in my area by trying to get kids to eat healthier. Uh, we have a rising number of type 2 diabetes, the obesity in the kids, and then what scared me were the high blood pressure. I spoke to a national group in Fremont, o, uh, Fremont, Michigan, and on uh, obesity. And I met a kid was 10 years old and had high blood pressure already. And that was just one of the many they had in that one area. So I'm trying to curve away. In fact, that's what I'm working on. My agent and I are working on this brand-new show that we've been trying to find someone to help pick up by cooking with sports figures. And right now we have... 13 different world famous sports figures who have signed up to do the show. Oh, fantastic. So
0: one of the things I think that you bring up is so important is the people listening here who are on dialysis, who have a transplant, you know, you need to cook renal-friendly right. for yourself, but really we all just need to change our lifestyle and eat That's healthier. It. That's it. Our whole family and so the whole family can engage in this process. Well, and you
1: got to take it one step further. Miss Jackie Jonah Curse and I are, have communicated a lot and she is big on not exercising, but what we call physical activity. She is one of the persons going to help do this new show, but she is pushing the issue. We need to do physical activity, which we do because it's just like a computer: garbage in, garbage out. You take calories in, you got to get it out somehow. So you eating healthy, let's burn it off a little bit, and we need to do it. I mean, and, and you look at the kids. I have a big problem right now standing, and not not standing in front of school, but I watching kids. And watch them and how many I see because the statistic I keep getting is alarming, but it's true. I, in, in the Afro American Hispanic community, three out of five kids overweight. Wow. Because it
3: it's so much cheaper to eat bad foods thank than you. it is good food. And yes. Thank you.
1: But the problem is that overweight is causing a lot of kids to have this diabetes and uh, high blood pressure, and what are they going to wind up? With us three are going through. Right, go, and I
3: know there are eight year olds that have type 2 diabetes. I've heard of eight year olds having Well, they're
1: going to wind up being on a dollar's machine. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, so, so what I'm trying to do is prevent this from happening now by talking to them and come up with these kids' recipe. And I, I, I commend President Clinton for what he's doing with the Alliance for the Next Generation. I wish I could meet this guy. And, Tell them some of my secrets I like to do with the cooking thing. But it's going to take a combined effort. And I'm one of the many who's out there trying to get this changed. And you hear about it, hear about it. But who's doing something about it?
3: Now, this is great. You're cooking for a cause, I would say. Yes, yes. Cooking for a cause. Now, do you have a website, Chef Oliver? Yes,
1: I have a website. It's us. That's it. Chef O. And we can get some
3: of your recipes and now stuff? No, you
1: can write me for a recipe. I, took, I there's a I There's a guy on Food Channel. I'm not going to tell you. I consulted with him when I did my show. He told me, Oliver, Chef O., first thing you do, if you want everybody to buy your cookbook, do not put your recipes on the website because when you get ready to put it out, they won't buy it because everybody downloads. So what I do is... Say, Steve, you want a recipe for something, and you have a tasting for something, you say, Chef oh, I want a tasting for this. I would type in and do a recipe for you and send it to you. Could I have a program, I have two programs on my computer that takes recipes and dissect them. And also give you all the calorie count, the fat count, everything you need to do and that little graph, that little chart. I can do that for you. And that's what I do. And that's what I've been doing a lot.
0: So, what is your favorite dessert?
1: Oh, my favorite dessert is dessert. a. I love doing a passion fruit, raspberry mousse with a nice uh, caramel cream sauce to pour around the plate and around it with, with a dash of a strawberry balsamic glaze.
3: Wow, that sounds really really good.
1: I could maybe get chance to do that. I'm hungry. Later. I'm, I'm hungry. hungry. All right, Steve, I'll be over tonight. Will you give me the hookup? <laughs>
2: Hello. Hey, Betty. Mary and I are going to lunch at that new Italian restaurant across from the mall. I'm dying to go to that place. I hear they got great salads. Then the three of us can do a little shopping across the street and just have a girls' day out. Mm, That sounds like fun. I can't wait. Meet us at 1230 at Tuscany's. Ugh. Wait a second. Today's Thursday. I've got dialysis. (sighs) Just going early. (laughs) Are you kidding? They are so strict about the times, and besides, they're all full all day. Maybe next time. I'll tell you about the restaurant and what Mary and I bought at the mall. Mm.
4: Such a good friend. (sighs) There's gotta be a better
2: way. Instead of next time, how about next stage? What Betty doesn't know is there is a better way. The next stage system one, the first truly portable home hemodialysis machine can help you take back your life and set your own schedule for home hemodialysis treatments. After a short training period for you and a partner, you have your own portable dialysis machine right in your own home. All of your supplies are delivered to your doorstep. Taking back your life and setting your own schedule are just part of it. Doing dialysis at home also allows for more frequent dialysis, which better imitates the function of a normal kidney. Many patients doing more frequent dialysis report that they have more energy and feel better. Want to travel? With your doctor's prescription, Next Stage can support travel anywhere in the continental US. The Nextage machine is about the size of a 13-inch TV, and as a sturdy travel case available, and all your supplies will be delivered to your destination. So schedule dialysis around your life instead of your life around dialysis. Ask your doctor if home hemodialysis with the Next Stage System 1 is right for you. For more information, call Next Stage at one eight six six nx stage or visit www. Nextstage.com.
3: Wow, Emma, are you hungry? I'm starving. Oh my gosh, he oh is my so goodness. good. If you could only take off that funny little hat that stands up so high, <laughs> you know, he I know. Is, I feel like,
0: really short standing next to him. I know. And <laughs> you know, tall. the
3: thing is, you know, he he cooks these wonderful meals and they're renal-friendly foods. Most yes. of them. Yes.
0: Oh, and you know what's so great is he doesn't add a lot of sodium to them. And when he sits there and he talks about these different, just I mean, the way he, he th- talks and describes it. Yes, him, I'm like, he's, can he's I can I afford him it? to come out to one of my next? parties and cook for us? And
3: he said he hires himself oh, man. out. So know? I
0: think that would be great. You think we could bring him out here and he could make us dinner?
3: You know, the the thing that I, I noticed a theme... Uh, anybody who comes in and talks about food is, is using fresh herbs and spices and yes. stuff like that. Um, you don't have to use salt and seasoned salt and garlic salt and everything. You just use all these fresh herbs and everything. And, you know, being in California, I think we're spoiled because we they're spoiled. very accessible to us. But where he's from in Michigan, I don't know in the wintertime how accessible fresh herbs are.
0: Well, they have these little machines now. I don't know if you've seen them in the catalogs. You can grow your own herb garden right on your countertop. Really? Yes. Is like can grow herbs in four weeks, and it's this little light system. It's in the Sky Mall magazine. I fly a lot, so I l- yeah. look at the Sky Mall magazine. And you know,
3: I, I bought something so, just like that, but it was like it was plastic herbs, and they grow immediately. <laughs> you just put them in the dirt, and it looks they're full grown. They look full grown. The they only thing they, they don't digest as well, they don't digest as, well, as no. well,
0: and you could probably recycle them too. Renal Support Network would like to thank everyone who has made this show possible.
3: Kidney Talk's founding sponsor is Amgen.
0: Generous support is provided by Roche Pharmaceuticals and Astellas.
3: Friends of Kidney Talk are Abbott Laboratories, American Region, and Fresenius Medical Care, North America.
0: Thank you for helping us stream health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community.
3: Visit rsnhope.org for more information. The opinions, recommendations, statements, and advice contained on Kidney Talk are for information only. You should not use the information on the show to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without first consulting with a qualified health care provider. Please consult with your health care provider about any questions or concerns you may have regarding your
0: condition or dietary regimen.